Okay, so I think on call, in his memoir, The Soul of Care, physician and medical school professor Arthur Kleinman recounts the experience of a young medical student, an experience that had shaken the medical student, she said, to her very core. The young doctor had always wanted to be a physician, in fact, wanted to be that kind of physician who cared about her patients and who valued above all else attending to their experience of their suffering and their pain. It was her first year of residency in internal medicine. Because of a scheduling mix-up, she was also on call that evening after a busy day in the wards. A number of emergency admissions and clinical issues kept her up until 2 a.m. She went to get some sleep in the on-call room, but she was quickly called to treat several patients requiring her immediate attention. First on her list was a middle-aged woman who was scheduled for a major surgical procedure later that morning. Her intravenous line had become blocked and the nurse had been unable to get the IV started and so needed to put in a new one. The intern started a new IV and went off to the next patient on her list. As she was leaving the room, the woman said to her in a shaky voice, how frightened, how frightened she was of the upcoming surgery how much she just needed someone to talk to. The exhausted doctor found herself responding almost automatically. I'm sorry, I can't stop right now to talk. I have other patients to see. With that, she found herself down the hallway. But after about 20 yards, she stopped. How could I have just done that, she thought to herself. I went into medicine precisely to become that kind of physician that wants to listen and to speak with patients like this. And here I am running away. She turned around and returned to the patient's bedside. She apologized for running off and spent the next half hour sitting on the bed holding the patient's hand and trying as best she could to answer her questions, trying to ease her anxiety about her surgery later that morning. The medical student and Dr. Kleeman later talked about the experience, what had happened in that room. Dr. Kleeman pointed out to her that probably there were many physicians facing that same issue, and they probably would have just kept going down the hallway until indeed they had reached their next patient. Dr. Kleiman told her that in fact, many probably would not have even thought twice about it. But there was something in her, something in her that made her different. And at least, at least on this occasion, the person she wanted herself to be shone through and unmanageable circumstances. See, this young physician understands that her profession demands of her an immediate 
and an unconditional response to the needs of patients. That very same clear, unhesitating, total commitment that Jesus asks of anyone who would be his disciple. See, there can be no, but first I, or in a minute I will, or on second thought. But rather, Jesus announces a gospel to you and to me. A gospel that he calls us to proclaim and announce in our everyday lives. That it's not somehow just a pious collection of words that we're called to commit to our memory. But the invitation to follow the gospel is always about a perspective and an attitude by which we simply live out our lives. See, we can't be disciples by being spectators of God's presence. Possessing a baptismal certificate alone doesn't somehow mark us as disciples of Jesus. It's always going to be in about the way that you and I respond to life, how we respond to one another, how we respond to the things that happened around us. See, authentic discipleship calls us to take on with courage and with commitment. Trust me, I know it's the very hard work of bringing about the reign of God, making it a reality in the here, in the now. Oftentimes, it's making it a reality regardless of the cost, regardless of the difficulty, and even regardless at times of the sacrifice that we make. But truly is the sacrifice of our time so great that when we ask someone how they are, we would actually wait until they answer the question? Hi, how are you? And we keep right on walking. I remember in New York Hospital when I was doing nursing care, I had been with a patient who was filled with anxiety, filled with questions, and I did my best to be able to answer the questions and just kept reminding her that when the physician came in, she needed to tell him how she felt and to ask the questions. A little while later, the physician came to the door of her room. He never entered. He stood in the doorway. He said, you look much better today. I'll check in on you tomorrow. I thought I was going to get fired that day because I followed the physician down the hall. <laughs> I just expressed to the physician what the woman had just said to me. A little while later, the physician came back to me and said, thanks for reminding me who I am. See, I think sometimes we all just need a little bit of a reminder of who we are. Or even maybe better said, we all need a little bit of a reminder of who it is that we want to be. 
We're all busy, we're all overwhelmed. We're heart, we're tired, we're challenged, we're distressed, we're overwhelmed. But does that give us, does that excuse give us somehow the ability not to become who we want to be or who we think we should be? I pray every day, every day that I remember not just who I am, but who I want to be. Because who I am, that's the man that's overwhelmed by almost everything around him. Who I want to be is the person who, like before Mass, was walking around even saying some not-so-nice things. I sat next to Faith, whom I haven't seen in a while, said how happy I was to see her, and then asked where she had parked her broomstick. <laughs> but we're friends, <laughs> so I could do that. I'm not sure the people behind her thought that we were friends. <laughs> but it didn't take all that much time. didn't remove me from some spectacular thing that I had to do. It just reminded me who I want to be. Today, let's pray for one another. I will pray for you, and I ask that you pray for me. That we pray that all of us will become the people that we want to be, to become the people we know God calls us to be. To be the very people we know that our world needs us to be. <laughs>